What's up everyone? This is Tim from Nana's Bakery. Uh, this is our first podcast uploading here. Really, this is just the recording from our live on Twitch. You can see us go through the stats together. Um, I guess this one is Noam Thorian. You can catch him on any social media platform using that name. Um, it's actually spelled exactly how it sounds. Also, if you want to see us on Twitch and watch this live as well, uh, we host video games. Uh, pe we host people playing video games. We host tournaments. Um, we talk sports. And we're hoping to talk other things too. Um, yeah, so let's get into our first uh, football week one. Chargers are looking good. You know what I'm saying? But it's just I mean, like, you want to get into it straight off from the rip? You, you know, want to start with Thursday night? Well, many, many, uh, yeah, I, ha I was going to go down the down the list. I mean, but many saying Chargers is going to win it all. You know, I got a couple of thoughts on the Chargers myself. Yeah, so I, far, I get a good idea, yeah, yeah. The Chargers have a very good offense, and they should have a very strong secondary. Um, my biggest concern is I don't want people to put too much stock into some of the offense we saw from the Chargers last year. I think their offense is oh, a little yeah. different. Uh, there are a couple of changes up front on the offensive line. Um, but I think, again, as long as their secondary is able to hold these... Because the AFC West is going to be a very competitive division, being that there's high-powered offenses and defenses throughout. Um, if, these, if the Chargers secondary is able to contain teams like the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, able to contain De Derek Carr and the Raiders, who have an explosive offense... And able to work and keep Russell Wilson under check, I think they will have success. Um, I think the AFC West is going to have two teams that come out of it going into the playoffs. Um, I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, well, it's the best division. They're going to have three teams. They yeah. all got to play each other twice. Um, and I think that's going to play a big factor in here. Um, the Chargers narrowly beating the Raiders. I think, again, that's a week one. You can't put too much stock in these week one games, but I think it's definitely something to look forward to moving forward. Yeah. In... Week one games, we talked about that. I remember everybody. But what happened in the in the drafts? Everybody's team. Nobody knows what's. Key things that you're gonna see. Josh Allen, you know, is gonna be be killing it. You know what I mean? I mean, we but, kind of know what we can yeah. expect from Josh Allen at this point as a quarterback. Um, I think yeah. the big question is going to be how can he control the game? Yeah. Um, we've seen Josh Allen be explosive. We've seen him and Stefan Diggs be really explosive. He's got Gabriel Davis. He's got Isaiah McKenzie. He's got really great options to throw to. Um, but the question will be how can he control some of these games that get into these shootouts like he got into with the Chiefs? Um, obviously, we see that he can score real quick, use his weapons around him to really make make the game his uh, but how can he work better to maybe control that clock and score in the later seconds and, and okay Matt Stafford did a that is garbage you know what I mean and I think what you saw in Matthew Stafford definitely has to play into what the Bills defense is yeah. offering this year they're fast yeah. they're really like they get to the the pat the th passer really quickly Mm -hmm. um, they're able to cover up those short and intermediate routes. I think somewhere where you might see the Bills get a little exposed later on in the season is their deep routes. 
Um, I think they have really strong safeties, but again, they're safeties that kind of play up in the box, hit hard, um, really cover those short and intermediate routes and force teams to make the perfect throw deep. You And, and you know, the um, just, just one thing, though, you know, we were talking just about, like, Josh Allen is going to do well, but one thing that he did throw two interceptions. I, I think one of them was a little bloop, but, I mean, it's still first game jitters. But also... I just wouldn't count out the Rams because Stafford is a big like fourth quarter comeback guy, most comebacks ever. So, and he's got a stellar team over there. So I just think yeah, I mean you definitely can't count yeah. out the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, they still have Aaron Donald up front. Their defense is still very solid. Uh, they got a strong running back. One of the biggest surprises I think out of Week One um, throughout the entire NFL was the lack of Cam Akers. Um, I know Cam Akers coming into this year, a lot of people thought he was going to be the go-to guy for the Rams out of the backfield, um, but you saw they used Darnell Henderson Jr. a lot more, um, and I think that kind of threw people for a bit of a loop. I know Akers is a little more of an explosive, ground-and-pound, quick running back, uh, but Darnell Henderson offers a little more physicality, um, which is might be why they opted to use him a little bit more. Um, they seldom use the running back position against that uh, those defense, which is really strong at the linebacking core. Um, so it's right. it's going to be interesting to see what Akers does moving forward if they get him more involved in the offense. I think he can really open up that passing yeah. game because he can have those explosive runs. Yeah, definitely. Cam Akers, I mean, although he was a was not fun if you had him on your fantasy team, I yeah, he's going to be that second option for sure. Um, Can't touch this. I, mean, I think the hope for most people would Can't be that Cam Akers kind of resumes that role he was in last year. Uh, but we'll see what Darnell Henderson does. Last yeah. year there was a little bit of a fumbling issue with Darnell Henderson. Um, so if he's able to hold on to the ball, it might be an option that uh, the coaching staff with Sean McVay likes over there. Mm, uh, but we'll have McVay. to see kind of what they what they develop. Again, strong offensive mind, really strong team. they got a solid defense. Again, Aaron Donald is arguably one of the best defensive players in the league, if not to ever play the game. Uh, so it's really hard to make that, uh, to push them right out of the conversation. Yeah. Even though they did take a pretty big beating to the Bills, it is week one. Teams have lost week one and won the Super Bowl many times. Let me, Arrow's yelling at me. Let me try to fix this. Yeah, you can change the category to sports if you want. I Which think category? Qualifies. Uh, you know where the just chatting is? You can make it a sports category. Oh, okay, okay. Creator dashboard is that in there? Uh, yeah, you can find it there. Where it says Screen just manager. chatting, you can just type in sports. All right. Um, so Josh has a question here. We can move on to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me wrap up this game here. I just think Bills obviously look a hundred percent well practiced in the off season. Rams did not. That's what I I clearly clearly saw on that game. Yeah, I mean the Bills' pass rush was able to get to Matthew Stafford, really made him uncomfortable in the pocket, which forced a couple of those turnovers. Yeah. Um, again, I think it's week one. I think it's early. Um, this is an unfortunate draw for the Rams to get. Um, this game could have easily gone the other way. A couple key plays that uh, kind of swung in the favor. Again, Josh Allen turned the ball over twice as well, so turnover battle was only won by one by the Bills. Uh, but they really took control in that second half, um, Seven shutting sacks. out their defense. Yeah, their defense shutting out uh, the Rams. And again, yeah, really putting Matthew Stafford under a lot of pressure um, and forcing him to try to be 
um, be the best he can be, and he wasn't there yet. Uh, Stafford just coming off signing a big extension, I believe a five-year extension or four-year extension uh, with the Rams. So we'll see how he can respond this year. Again, I think he's he's a very gritty player. Um, I think he's a he's a fighter. He's not going to get knocked down very easily. Yeah, hundred percent. So Josh is asking like if about Lamar getting legs. Why or is he different from Josh Allen? So the interesting thing about Lamar Jackson and um, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were unable to come to that contract extension by that Friday deadline before week one. Um, Lamar Jackson's mother actually serves as his agent, um, but he's still going to play this year, which is a very risky idea. Uh, one of the things that I would definitely note is like the Ravens are not the same team without Lamar Jackson. If he chose to sit out, I think it really helps him in his in his argument to why he should be paid what he should be paid. I know he offered, was offered 250 over five years, which to most people take that in a heartbeat, but with only 140 million of it guaranteed, he wants that Deshaun Watson money. He wants that fully guaranteed contract. Um, and him opting to play is kind of a testament to him wanting to play. But at the same time, it might not be the best decision. If he were to get hurt, that could jeopardize the whole contract. Yeah, and in, in, in we're, we're discussing kind of like what Josh is saying. I think he want, Lamar Jackson still needs – he needs like a – he needs that, that – he, he needs a, a really good quarterback coach right now. This uh, last game here – we saw him take a step back on his legs because the, the obviously the Jets really thought he was going to be running the ball, and he showed he showed what he had. You know what I mean? Like uh, three touchdowns, one interception. That's that's pretty that's pretty good numbers for Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Uh, only what is it? Six carries for 17 yards. He knew he wasn't going anywhere a little bit there, so he just gunned it. Since Lamar Jackson has entered the league, um, he's actually, if he's developed anywhere in his game, it's his passing game. Exactly. Um, as When Lamar came out of Louisville, we obviously knew what he could do with his feet. Winning a Heisman in college, we knew what he was capable of. Um, but his decision-making as a quarterback and as a passer has really helped elevate his game to that next level. Um, we've still yet to, I think, see Lamar Jackson be that proven winner, that guy that can go on the field and you know he's the dog and he's going to get the job done. Um, I still think when it comes down to like those big clutch moments, is Lamar that guy? Can you trust him to make that throw um, when everyone knows the pass is coming? We'll have to see if that's a thing. He still falls back onto his feet when needs to. Um, so we want to see that if he can make that that pass in that key moment, that's going to really take his game to the next level. Yeah, and, and and honestly, if we're if we're talking about what he has for weapons, he doesn't have that much. Like he. We're not looking at too many big weapons that you see on major teams on on the Ravens, but he is making do, and I feel like that says a lot about a team. Like these, the people on his team aren't really in huge conversations when you're talking about the best receivers in the league right now. Yeah, and I think he he definitely has some new receivers that he's going to work with. Um, obviously, he still has his go-to guy, which is Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews has been really bit good for him. Though Mark Andrews is another year older, um, I know Duvernay had actually a pretty good week one. I don't know really what we can expect out of him. 
Um, he is kind of taking over that role as that number one, two um, kind of wide receiver. Um, so we'll kind of see what they do there. Obviously, they're going to try to utilize Kenyon Drake a little bit more, I would hope. Um, the Jets did make a cognizant effort to limit the run and make force Lamar to pass the ball, uh, which he proved he could do pretty consistently. Um, he did have that one interception, but wasn't really a, a costly one in the end. But we'll see kind of what this team evolves into. Yeah. Again, they don't have the same weapons they they used to have. Uh, but Lamar's there, and we got to see if he can elevate the guys around him. And, and one thing I didn't notice too much here, but I did notice that just now that Flacco was 37 for 59. And if I remember watching like a younger, like um, I'm not comparing him, I'm just saying um, looking at it, but a younger like Tom Brady, he put a, he had, didn't have like his uh, catches per attempt was just like this where he would throw the ball a lot but short yardage he would dump it right above you know what i mean he wouldn't go long all the time so joe flacco is trying his ass off it look it seems to me to stay alive because i don't think if it doesn't go any well this year i don't think he survives another year yeah i mean joe flacco is really in there just to kind of serve as a, a placeholder until zach wilson can get healthy healthy and get back on the field um, I really don't expect Joe Flacco to have a major role in this Jets offense going forward. Um, I expect Zach Wilson to be back either this week or next week. We'll have to see what the reports say. Um, but we'll see kind of, uh, it looks like Josh is asking, uh, do you think Josh's arm is significantly better than Lamar's? I think Josh Allen is a better passer. Yes. Um, I think I Lamar think, yeah. has Go ahead. better ability to move around with his feet. He's faster. I think he's a better runner. Josh Allen is is that guy though he's willing to take that hit for that extra yard i don't know if we've seen lamar be that guy quite yet consistently um i do have concerns about josh allen taking those hits though um so many yeah. times we've seen these guys try to get that extra yard take the wrong hit and then they're out for four to six weeks so yeah the old cam uh cam newton effects um so my think i think with josh i mean with lamar jackson that and josh allen josh allen's first option is to get a good pass play lamar jackson's first option is to run and pass at the same time he when when josh allen jumps out of the um the hike he just backpedals you know the normal qb couple yards but when lamar jackson takes the ball he like moves quickly in a direction he thinks he's going to be able to scramble just in case so it's his first and second option is to like, I mean, it's at the same time, you know, like he's prepared to, to take off, but he's also looking for a pass. He doesn't spend as much time as Josh Allen does for a play to develop. And that's why I think Josh Allen is the better passer, but it doesn't mean like, I mean, like, like Michael Vick, you know, I, I would take him over most of the quarterbacks today in his prime, you know, like, having one and two option of running that's that's a dangerous that's a dangerous thing to have and josh allen is is surprisingly fast as well too yeah i think the thing that's kind of under so josh was talking about josh allen's uh contract which was six years 260 150 guaranteed um i think it is important to notice that i think josh allen's contract will get restructured at some point uh, if he continues to play at the caliber he is, where he's an MVP, um, you're going to start to see him potentially get more money guaranteed. That being said, 
Josh Allen is a more complete quarterback at this time than Lamar yeah. Jackson. I know Lamar Jackson has that ability to win an MVP. Obviously, he's in a phenomenal on his feet, um, having the all-time rushing record for quarterbacks in a single season. Again, the difference between him and Michael Vick was Michael Vick had an arm that was unheard of at the time, especially with his with his ability lefty. to move in the pocket. Um, a lefty quarterback just had this had this panaz about him that was unmatched. I think Lamar Jackson lives in the age where there are quarterbacks like him. He's not one of a kind. Um, he's obviously very unique. He's very, very fast. He's very valuable to any team. Um, but again, he's not living in a league where everyone's standing in the pocket passing. There's a lot of quarterbacks that can move around. And if he can become that full, complete quarterback, I think that really does elevate his value. Yeah. But again, as I said, I don't think the Ravens are anything if Lamar Jackson isn't there. Yeah. Um, so we'd have no to see kind of what yeah. he evolves from there. I don't think anybody's getting the ball to these people like he does. He throws extremely fast, too. Um, and I just we talked about Michael Vick he was back in his time. I believe that he literally broke. I don't know if you remember playing it, but he, like, broke the game. Like, you could do anything with him as your quarterback. I think you still can. Like, it's it's not fun for most people, but... Yeah, no, for sure. And again, Michael Vick kind of set that precedent for what these quarterbacks all aspire to be. Let's um, we can move. We'll on probably to, move on uh, to another game. Yeah, let's. A little bit I know on you the don't want to Jets. talk about this. We one. can't. We can't really judge the Jets quite yet. Uh, we need to see what Zach Wilson looks like this year. Yeah, for sure. Oh boy, this might be my wheelhouse here. Yeah, you know. I was going to talk a little bit about the game. Let me just um, say, I watched the highlights yeah. on this because I knew that you were going to know more about this than I did. One thing I will say is Mac Jones was ready to throw the ball, but he got caved in like almost every time he was ready to launch it. It just was sad to see like not a good O-line on the. On yeah. So a couple things to talk about here with this game, um, 20 to seven, obviously the score, it's not that crazy of a score. Um, the game was a lot closer than it might seem um, from the outside looking in. Uh, there was a couple plays that really turned the, the whole game on its head. Uh, the first one being that complete blindside that hit Mac Jones for the forced fumble into the touchdown for the Dolphins. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of debate uh, in Boston sports radio about kind of like what was, uh, whose assignment was it to pick up uh, Jones coming on the outside? Uh, exactly. Was that Trent Brown's assignment and kind of, New England's offensive line is very thin, um, and those who are playing in the line, we even have a rookie starting. Uh, so it's really not an experienced line. There's definitely some experience, and Trent Brown being a guy that you think you can lean on, he hasn't quite shown that he can be that guy by himself right now. Um, the other play that kind of really sealed the game was uh, right at the end of the first half, Jalen Waddle was able to break free. Again, I think that play is a little bit blown out of proportion. The safety took a bad route. Overall, the Patriots' defense played pretty well. Um, They're able to contain, and I use that word very, very strongly, Tyreek Hill. Uh, eight catches for 94 yards, no touchdowns. His longest was 26 yards. Um, if you can hold Tyreek Hill to under 100 yards, I think that's contained. Um, you want to hear my theory on why Miami is Boston's Dude, that, that, you know what? I want to hear it too because I was talking to – I was talking to my wife about this, and she was like, "Miami Dolphins," so, oh, and I was like, "It's it's it happens every year. 
Like it. So all things considered, obviously in in recent years, uh, I think the Patriots are 0 four in their last four games against the Dolphins, um, all against with Tua Tagovailoa as the quarterback. Um, part of the reason comes down to it is uh, New England usually plays Miami very late in the season. Um, a couple things play into factor here. Um, it's a change of weather for a lot of guys, especially in those late season games. This early season game, I think the Dolphins do have a little bit of a better team. Um, there's some, definitely some questionable uh, possessions where, I mean, Kendrick Bourne only had one catch uh, for 41 yards. He didn't even see the field until five minutes left in the game. Um, so there's definitely questions around that. Um, we can talk a little bit more about that later on, but overall, I think. Part of the reason is also that Miami poses a difficult place to play for these these guys up in New England. Um, I know every time Brady went down there, especially late in the year, um, kind of allows your mind to wander a little bit. Um, but all in all, over the last 20 years, I don't think yeah. they were uh, struggling too much with losing a game in Miami here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Or the Giants. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm a Giants fan, so we'll get there eventually. But, um, yeah, so he... Arrow's asking about um, Waddle's performance with Tyreek there. So it, I think it, you can literally see what's going to happen right there. So just like like having OBJ on your team, he's going to get big plays every once in a while, but the second guy is going to get bigger plays, in my opinion, for fantasy football. Like you're going to have big games for, you know, if you have Tyreek Hill, he's going to have good games. But the second option is going to get more points for you, in my opinion, on an average base. Because they're going to be getting the dump. Like, oh, he's not open. This guy's getting the ball. Because Tyreek Hill is going to be double covered, either by zone man or man zone or just double man. He's going to be double covered. And if they're not, they're stupid. Because he can literally jump like seven feet in the air. I saw that this, this Sunday, and it was insane. Yeah, I think something to note here with Tyreek Hill, um, he is the most explosive player right now, most explosive wide receiver in football. Um, he is going to be a priority for teams' defensive coordinators. They will make note of Tyreek Hill. They're going to definitely double cover him as much as possible using those safeties over the top, trying to contain him, keeping him in front. Um, for those of you who are baseball fans, kind of playing like that doubles defense, right? Not letting anything really get past you. Um, really he gets past you, it's over. Sitting back, keeping him in front. Um, making sure you make clean, sound tackles on him to prevent him from getting in space. When he gets into space, um, there's few people in the league that can even come close to catching him. Again, I think because of that, that will give um, Jalen Waddle and guys like uh, Cedric Wilson the opportunity to see number twos rather than number ones um, in terms of defensive backs, which will give them the opportunity to potentially uh, get into space. So we'll we'll hopefully see what happens there again. Tyreek Hill, I think, is going to be a big part of their passing and offensive game. Um, the question will be: Can Tua do what Patrick Mahomes was so good at doing and finding uh, Tyreek Hill when those plays have to extend with his exactly. legs, finding him in those open spaces, making those difficult and deep throws, um, and giving him that opportunity to run in space and just lose guys. Sorry, I had to put it on do not disturb uh, there for a second. I didn't want people messaging it popping up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I think what I saw from the Patriots, um, 
There were a lot of mistakes. I think some of them are coachable. Some of them are fixable. Um, the question will be how this offensive line holds up. Again, yeah. your offense your offense starts on the offensive line. If you can't protect the quarterback and you can't run the football, you can't play yeah. offense in the I, NFL. I don't so. think – I don't – and just to wrap up with Miami, I, I don't think – well, my wrap up with Patriots, I think Mac Jones is going to do great. I just think they looked less, less coached, like – missing assignments on you know, like just better pocket protection he's gonna do well it, i wasn't also i wasn't impressed with tua like at all to be honest i mean he did well not great um I, I, that's all i really have for that one like i i don't really think it was um he wasn't converting as much as he should have and stuff like that i just um I just like Jalen Hurts a lot better. Maybe that's why, because they came in at the same time. I just, I'm biased about it. I don't care if it's unpopular, but I like Jalen Hurts better than Tua. Thoughts on Tyreek saying Tua throws the best ball he's ever caught. Um, I think that might be Bitter. a little bit of a shot back at uh, mm-hmm. back at his former quarterback in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is is a significantly more talented yeah, quarterback. Um, I think this is this is kind of Tyreek trying to hype up uh, to uh, really like make sure, hey, throw me the ball a lot. You know, I really like it. Keep throwing me the ball. Um, trying to get him to get as many touches yeah. as possible. So, dude, Tyreek Hill's mega grumpy. Dude, moving Tyreek Hill off their team was the biggest move for the for the. Um, Kansas City, right? They freed up so much money on their team. Let's just talk about like on a business move. A guy wants so much more, he leaves, and we're fine without you. The guy can literally put the ball in anybody's hands. And Travis Kelsey's just a monster. So, yeah. All right, you want to move on to the next game? We just go try to rapid fire through a couple of these if you want. We just. I mean, we could talk about the Dallas one. Super easy to talk about. Prescott got fucking hurt. Sad to see. This is the second time I've seen it. Tom Brady. Yeah, I, so I know a, you miss him, but I mean, it's an interest. Well, it's interesting. I mean, Tom, if you look at the stats between Tom Brady and Mac Jones, they had nearly identical stats. Yeah. Um, just one team won nineteen to three. Um, I think obviously the Buccaneers are going to have a really solid defense. Uh, we know that. Um, but when you have the combination of Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin running around as your three go, your three wide receivers, I think that gives you a pretty good chance to win. Um, Tom Brady's a known winner. Um, obviously, I know that well from him, his time here in New England. Um, he gets the job done. We'll see kind of how his his current relationship is is working out with Giselle. If that has any factors later on in the year, um, I think he's committed. Yeah. This is probably his last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but We'll see. Uh, obviously, he's going to do what's best for him. It's best for his family. Um, so we'll kind of see what that evolves into. Leonard Fournette, obviously a really strong running Dude. running game for him. He's just um, If he's able to get yeah. going, that will be really good for them. He is just pure running back. Like uh, He's not the fastest. He's not the best. But he is like, uh, man, I don't know the right word right now. Principles, like. Running principles, like it, yeah, he's a just, ground and pound guy. He's gonna just run through you. Yeah. He's not gonna try to avoid you. Um, he's, he's he's what a you big want. boy. He runs hard. Yeah, he's he's literally um like uh football principles. First down, first and second down. You first you want to run the ball. 
and first down see where you're at second down you know if you made good progress run it again you know what I mean like and that's what they did most of the time and then Mike Evans throw back to Texas A&M I mean people say Johnny Manziel was the greatest but he was throwing to Mike Evans one of the greatest receivers out there right now probably in the game so and he's got Julio Jones out there it's those are some good hands to have down the field I just feel bad for Dallas so there's not I don't really have much yeah absolutely and just coming out today Jerry Jones is optimistic um, that Dak Prescott could be back within four weeks I think that is very optimistic I think that's him trying to save stock with the fans um, it's going to be a rough start of the year for Dallas. Um, you as a Giants fan are probably thrilled with that. Um, but yeah, this is just unfortunate. Over the last decade and a half, uh, the Cowboys have really suffered from having some uh, some unfortunate injuries at unfortunate times to their quarterback. So let's do uh, let's do this one should be easy. All right. Uh, I mean, he is him. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns, 360 yards. Like, the man, he rarely makes a mistake. And that's, as a defense, like, but you, you have to back up and just play principles. I feel like I would let him have the short throws. Because he's gonna get it somewhere, and if not, they'll just they'll just have someone rush it. Like I, the guy is wicked. He's he's got like some of the like Peyton Manning, and so does Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I think Patrick Mahomes, one of the things that, obviously, losing Tyreek Hill, people wondered what the Chiefs offense would look like. He still has old reliable. He still has um, Travis Kelsey out there, um, and he and Kelsey have a great relationship. Um, Juju Smith-Suster is going to kind of help to kind of fill that role that Tyreek is leaving. Um, however, um, I think that this team is still going to be a really strong offense. Um, whether their defense can, can be quite as strong, is going to be the question that kind of separates them. Um, I, st I still have the Chiefs winning the AFC West. I know a bunch of people have the Chargers. I still have the Chiefs as the best team in the AFC West. And until a team proves me otherwise, um, I'm not going to think that is going to change. Um, they're well coached. Um, they play with tenacity. They play like they want to get back to that Super Bowl. They play like they want to win. Um, obviously, they've won a Super Bowl. Some of these guys on that team know what it takes to win. Uh, that's what made the Patriots so successful for so long is having those guys on the team that know the sacrifices that need to be made to win uh, a Super Bowl in the NFL, and it's not an easy challenge. Yeah, my mic sucks. Um, I still haven't. Yeah, your one. mic's been cutting out for me. I didn't know if it was just a Discord thing or if it was happening also for uh, the chat as well. Um, it's been cutting out for me like through Discord. Is it uh, like? So I don't know if it's. Is it just like a second or if it's like a it's whole... Yeah, it's like a second or two. It like cuts out for a little bit. Um, doesn't really have a static. It just kind of cuts out. I didn't know if it was because you were potentially recording your audio through. Um... Or, yeah, I think I don't. 
Let me. You uh, can definitely play around and figure it yeah. out. Um, for the most part, I've been able to follow your conversation. Um, but it does cut out here and there. But I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah, some of this all off stream for sure. Judge hit his 57th. He has two tonight. 57 home runs for Aaron Judge. Yeah. So. Another thing with uh, Arizona is. Kyler Murray not looking good to me either. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what Kyler does. Um, I think I know he stepped out of the game for a little bit towards the end. Yeah, um, it's because he played a big boy defense. Yeah, again, I think the Chiefs are again the best team in the AFC West. I think there's gonna be a lot of teams that have to prove prove their worth in that division. So we'll kind of see what happens. Um, again, I don't put too much stock into Week One losses. Exactly. Um, I think teams can definitely, um, can definitely uh, recover from that. So yeah. wouldn't get too caught up on who won, who lost. You worry, Kyler's another Baker. That's interesting. Um, again, my biggest flaw that I see in Baker Mayfield is that he plays way too much with his heart, and sometimes his heart gets in the way of him using his head. Um, plays with a lot of emotion. Um, so I just hope that he's able to contain that and use that emotion to get it out. Let me um try one thing real quick. I wonder if if I mute myself, you won't be able to hear me. That's what sucks. That is true. Through two things at once, that's what's happening. But yeah, it doesn't matter too much. Um, I mean, I can definitely work with you off stream because yeah. I'm able to record Discord audio and stream uh, when we're playing co-op and whatnot, and it doesn't seem to have any issues. So. All right, but um, but this one here, this game, Aaron Rodgers just, I uh, think it's just the first game. He he missed a lot of practice, a lot of off season time. Yeah, I think also you gotta understand Aaron Rodgers is playing with uh, with a bunch of new wide receivers. You know, he mm -hmm. lost his guy. Devontae Adams was his guy, go to guy. Didn't really matter who kind of was around him. He was going to throw the ball to Devontae 15, 20 times a game. Um, they were hook, going to hook up on 60 to 75% of those those plays. And Devontae would go for 12 catches, 170 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. And that opened up the game for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to be able to do what they do best. Um, I think A.J. Dillon's kind of assuming that role is that, that big ground and pound guy, whereas Aaron Jones is going to be that guy coming out of the backfield. Trying to make plays in the passing game, but also being that threat to run the football. Yeah. So, I also think that I, I just don't feel for this team right now. Like, I know that Aaron Rodgers had a lot going on. And he was fighting a lot of people, but the man missed so much practice. Like, in the offseason. And, and that's where he used to build those like um that camaraderie with those teams or with his teammates literally how he would pick his receivers is he would throw them like some heaters like six times in a row and depending on how many times they dropped it um yeah yeah again i see what josh is saying that he's done well without guys before in the past um I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to 
have this type of game every week. No. Again, I do agree. I think uh, he's kind of an anomaly of a game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. He's, I mean, he can be a great quarterback at times. Obviously, he's won multiple MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. You know, he knows what it takes to win. Um, we'll kind of see what he's able to develop into um, with this receiving core. Uh, so yeah. we obviously know what he's capable of with guys around him. Um, he's going to have to learn to trust these guys. Um, I think he's going to rely a lot on the guys he's been around. You know, Tanyan is a guy that he likes to throw to as a tight end. Um, he also likes to use A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Um, so we'll kind of see what, what happens here. Um, I think Green Bay has a really solid defense as well. Right. Um, so I think well, they'll be able to to win some games there. Again, week one, yeah. hard to really judge it, but they do have a strong defense. They do have a strong defense. Uh, but what we what what I wanted to point out is they had one one sack on week one and four tackles for loss. Minnesota Minnesota coming in with four sacks. So Yeah, but understanding also Minnesota has Justin Jefferson on the other side, right? It's really mm. it's tough to uh to cover him for long enough to, for guys to get there. He's able to lose his defensive back so easily. Um, obviously, he had an, an amazing game, one of the best of his career so far. Um, so Justin Jefferson is definitely that game-breaker. He's got game-breaker speed. He's, he's a big physical wide receiver who can really um, kind of power through those. He can really, like, overpower those defensive backs. Um, but, yeah, so he's, I mean, he's kind of, in a way, the next Minnesota's iteration of Randy Moss. So we'll kind of see what he he's able to do this year. I think he's poised for a huge year. Um, he's definitely going to break. Uh, I I think he's going to break over 1,500 receiving yards. Um, so we'll kind of see. He's hungry too. So that's a good one too. Let's go into uh, where he did all these here. Just Pittsburgh game. Joe Burrows didn't show up. That's I mean. I, yeah, you can't turn the ball over know. five times and expect to win a football game. I don't, um, I, I don't know what happened there. I know the Bengals rallied back. I know they fought back. Um, again, Jamar Chase kind of turned it on towards the end there. Him and Joe Burrow found that connection, were able to really move the ball and kind of make it a game. Um, obviously losing in overtime to the Steelers. Um, the Steelers, who do have a strong team, they didn't really use Najee Harris the way that he's been, been capable of being used. Um, they're, again, like... Their leading rusher was yeah. Chase Claypool, so yeah. I mean, and if you were to take these stats up here and and win, take away the interceptions, uh, Cincinnati wins the game, right? Like, the, I think so. Yeah, I think if you yeah. if you look purely at the two teams, um, and you take away those interceptions, those turnovers, I think Cincinnati definitely wins the football yeah, game. Cause, but you can't, you know, that's part yeah, of what it is. I know, but I mean, like, if if I don't see. I don't see Pittsburgh being too hyped because once they play a team that I, I don't think I think this was a blip on Joe Burrow's part Joe Burrow's part so I don't think we're going to see that too much from him but once this team plays a team that scores it's not not going to be that great unless you know but I, I do think I'm going to stick to Joe Burrow's just wasn't there like I, I don't know what that was I just don't I think that was a game one blips you know what I mean 
Yeah, for sure. And again, as you note, that like losing TJ Watt definitely helped them come back into that game. TJ Watt's probably at this current time the best um, defensive player in football. Um, former defensive player of the year, just a really solid guy. He's able to get to the quarterback, and even if he's not able to make the sack or the tackle, um, he allows for other guys to get back there. Um, so I know like Joe Burrow got sacked what like six or seven times. Uh, that Steelers defense is definitely going to be their strong point. Uh, when you have Mitch Trubisky as your go-to quarterback, uh, that's mm. never going to really mm. lead you to many wins. So, what he, didn't he win? Uh, didn't he win Nickelodeon? Uh yeah, he won the uh, what was it <laughs> like Kids Choice Player of the Game or something <laughs> for his his lost performance? Yeah. yeah. Man, I think that that was a troll. As yeah, um, man, let's talk about this game because I just don't believe in ties. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. It, yeah, it's it's weird to see a tie week one. We always see one in the NFL throughout the year. I don't think we'll see too many more. We might see another one. Um, but yeah, Houston and Indy. This is a really bad tie for Indy. Uh, Indy should have dominated this game. Uh, Matt Ryan, kind of new to the team, but when you have Jonathan Taylor on your team, you can't be tying the Houston Texans. Um, just completely unacceptable on Indy's, Indy's part. Um, Houston is not a good football team. They will definitely be a team that is probably battling for the you wanna, uh, number one overall pick. Do you want to so talk this about it? <laughs> what, the game? You said Houston is not a good football team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Houston just doesn't have those pieces um, offensively or defensively that really wow you. Um, I don't think Davis away. Mills is that great of a quarterback. I think he's efficient. I think he's able to hang on to the football and not turn him over. Um, but, yeah, when you're trading away, like, your team, you're kind of going through that rebuild. Um, I don't expect Houston to be a player in the um, AFC South, uh, but we'll kind of see what happens. I mean, if they surprise me, they surprise me. Um, they have a solid defense, um, but, again, nothing, no one on their team really stands out to me as, like, this guy is like the best player on their yeah. team. Like, there's a couple it, guys who I think could be like their top player, but like I don't think they have a true number one player. Yeah. Um, there's a couple teams in the NFL that are like that, um, and so we'll kind of see. Yeah, but as like I think they're definitely going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. Um, they'll win a couple games. They're not going to go undefeated, ob- or not win a game. Obviously, they tied one, so they're definitely going to win a football game. Um, I think they're worst teams in the league. Um, I feel. Uh, We'll kind of, if we get to any of those, we'll talk a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it is embarrassing. Like um, like Josh said, it's embarrassing the Colts got tied this game because Matt Ryan just not able to convert 350 yards. Yeah. That's that's how much, he's 10 yards away from what uh, what our boy Mahomes put up this week. That And he had... Four touchdowns. Five? Four. Don't remember. But Mahomes had five, I believe, yeah. Yeah. So he just could not convert in the Yeah, a lot of a lot of offense, um, but unable to really convert in those key spots, uh, get the ball into the end zone. Yeah, it would have been a bloodbath um, it, it, if it Yeah, Indy should have won this game by fifteen points. Um yeah. so right. it's yeah, it's a bad it's a bad tie for Indy. Uh, again, plenty of time to still win the division. Uh, which I think they probably are the best team in that division. I think they're better than the Titans, uh, but I guess we can debate that at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
This, this is another. This is a classic battle. This is an iconic battle of two very bad teams. Yeah, dude. This um, is <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars and Washington Commanders. Um, two teams that, again, I think will also be joining the Houston Texans in that race for possibly that bottom spot. Um, neither of these teams really wow me. I think if I had to choose one of these teams, I would probably side with the Commanders. Um, I think Antonio Gibson is a really strong running back, um, and I think them having Carson Wentz. Uh, could potentially help elevate that team a little bit. Uh, Carson Wentz isn't like a amazing quarterback, but he's definitely a guy who can manage a game clock. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was with the Eagles and at his kind of in his like that prime, he was able to really help that team. Um, we're gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what Trevor Lawrence develops into now that he has somewhat of a competent coaching staff. Um, I think he was surrounded by a lot of like toxic coaches yeah. last year um, that didn't really help his development. People still say he is the guy. He came out of college and he was supposed to be this next prodigy. Um, I don't think we've seen that quite yet from him. We haven't seen those games. Again, that also comes down to kind of who's around him. Having Christian Kirk might be that guy to help him out. Um, But again, their wide receivers don't wow me a lot. Um, And James Robinson and Travis Etienne as running backs are not really top of the class. Uh, So we'll kind of see... If he's able to get anything going um, defensively, yeah. kind of a mid-team. So. Yeah. And so Josh asked, is Wentz still a viable option? I, I think that Wentz needs to take coaching better. I feel like he doesn't – like the plays he picks, I feel like that's not what they told him to do a lot. I feel like he has a big head on his shoulders. Like he he can be a good quarterback. Historically, we've seen that obviously but four touchdowns two interceptions i i i I don't know if if you're looking for carson wants to be that guy to get you points in fantasy potentially he might if you're looking for carson wants to be that guy to win you a football game when it really matters i don't think that's the guy you can rely on at this point um i think he is in a kind of prove it year i think he's going to try to play the best he can um, but being, again, being on the commanders, it doesn't really give him a lot of options. Terry McLaurin's a pretty solid wide receiver, but outside of that, um, like even Curtis Samuel, um, Logan Thomas, like those guys, again, aren't top of the class. Yeah. They're solid wide receivers. Um, so we'll see. And Trevor, Trevor he does Lawrence. have Amari Rogers who he had in Indy. So we'll kind of see if that helps him. Trevor Lawrence. I, I have a problem with him because he complained a lot before he got in the league and he better do a lot better or I'm going to hate him more because it's, you, I, I just don't like quarterbacks that college people coming in acting like they're going to just take over. You know what I mean? And it's, Trevor Lawrence has got a rude awakening playing against one of – like this isn't even a good team. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. absolutely. And so, yeah, again, these two teams, this is a classic battle of the bottom. So we'll see. Let's uh, go into... We got the next. This one, I mean, this one was a weird game. It, it, it was it was a good game until it just started drenching in rain. Like, it, I don't know if you saw yeah. this game, but it was just puddles everywhere. Nobody could catch anything. People were sliding around. Um, it, it was... It was fun to watch, you know, but it, yeah, it wasn't Debo Samuel doing his thing. You know, he's not going to get you the yardage, but he's going to pound it in there. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Trey Lance getting his first uh, real start in an NFL season. It wasn't um, great. I don't know why we're picking him. It's, it was tough conditions. It's hard to really judge him off this individual game. I obviously think he's going to be starting this week again. Um, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm smiling. Um, exactly. I never, I yeah. personally have never seen Trey Lance as a guy that's going to be that good quarterback. I don't think he's very good. I think it was a bad reach by the 49ers in that mm-hmm. draft. They could have easily taken Mac Jones, who would have been a much better fit for their system. Um, but again, they do still have those guys around him that can be playmakers. Yeah. Um, they got Debo Samuel, who obviously is dynamic in both the run and pass game. Um, being able to have a wide receiver like Kittle, um, whether he's able to get those touches and play is going to be up in the air. Losing Elijah Mitchell will hurt them. Jeff Wilson is a solid running back, uh, but Elijah Mitchell is that explosive guy that they really wish they could have. Um, in, in, dude, you come from, obviously, a Pats fan. Dude, Jimmy G, trained by the GOAT for many years, comes into San Francisco. Every time he is behind the helm, he wins for him. Takes him to the yeah, playoff. Jimmy G like, is he's a he's a baller. He's he's out there to understand. try to win football games. I don't get it, but I'm not running a team, so that, I just wouldn't. I don't get it. There's something we're not seeing, I guess, because it doesn't make sense. In terms of Darnell Mooney um, on the Bears side, getting three targets. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the weather definitely played a factor. Um, I think he will see a decent bit of action. Um, he's going to be one of the guys that they kind of look to. Again, I'm also not super high on Justin Fields as a quarterback. I think both Trey Lance and Justin Fields are not great quarterbacks. I think mm-hmm. they can both move. They both have the ability to run with their feet. But as passers, I don't know if they have that same game. Right. They kind of are a worse version of what Lamar Jackson is. I think Lamar Jackson's a better runner. I think he's a better passer. Can they develop into that Lamar Jackson-type role? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't shown me that quite yet, and so yeah. we'll have to see where they where they move on from. And you can see from their stats here, 11 carries on fields and 13 carries from Lance. Like, you're seeing I'm scared to throw it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also conditionally. Um, that's true. It was raining. It, it was, it's a sloppy game. Um, I think in normal conditions, the 49ers win that game. Um, we'll see. That? You want Fields to succeed, but you have your doubts. Yeah, I mean, I understand coming from that perspective. Um, like, you want to see Fields maybe do good, but I just don't think he's got it in him right now. Yeah, this is my. This was a game. This was a game that, right um, here. This was a fucking yeah. good game. I mean, I know Jalen did not convert, but dude, both sides, like Jalen did, put in some work. We talked about this offline. Jalen put in some work in the off season to up his QB knowledge. He watched film. You can tell he was composed and ready. Miles away from his, from Kyler. Miles away from Tua. Like, guy looks scary out there, in my opinion. Like, yeah, Jalen Hurts has definitely evolved as that quarterback, as that passer. Remember, he got dubbed the the running back at quarterback. Right, people were giving him all that that smack um i think obviously having aj brown is huge for him he does now have that true number one wide receiver um interesting to see what happened with Devonte smith unable to really bring in any of his targets only saw four all game um i would love to see him get more involved mm-hmm. in the short passing game 
Um, but A.J. Brown's going to be that guy. Um, obviously, they've got solid running backs in Miles Sanders. And Jalen Hurts doubles as that second running back. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, so he's going to so get his yardage on the ground. He's a big He's a big guy. He can run through some people. Um, yeah. Going to the others, or you want to keep him on this? No, you're good. Go to the other side. Uh, going to the other side on Jared Goff. Is he underrated? I think Goff has a lot that he wants to prove to people. Um, I think towards the end of the year, you saw the Lions start to kind of put it together. Uh, they start to buy into their coach. Um, they start to really kind of put together the teamwork. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see um, if DeAndre Swift can stay with what he was week one. I don't know if he can. I know he's mm-hmm. a solid running back. He had some big games last year, but uh, for 15 carries, 144 yards, um, that is remarkable. That's a really yeah. solid day on the in the office. Um, we'll see what Amon Ross St. Brown turns into, um, but I think you're going to see like DeAndre Swift – getting throws out of the backfield as well. Um, Jared Goff knows how to move the football around. He's not the best passer. He's not always going to make the right decisions, but he will get his guys the football. Um, He will make the throws. So hopefully he's able to kind of evolve and become better. And if the Lions can put in a solid year, that would be a lot of fun to watch. I would say that I wouldn't pick Goff or Stafford for my team, Josh. Um, I, I, I don't... I don't know if I would have got rid of Goff or Stafford either. But right now, on this team, Goff isn't strong throwing to anybody that great, but he is, he is doing some work down there. If you notice... Um, a smaller like you'll notice that there's less plays that happened here 28 carries attempts 18 passing and 39 rushing and Detroit scored quite a bit of fucking points with less plays so more precision is happening from Jared Goff I feel with with his um, scoring plays and running plays or whoever's behind the helm in the offseason but I don't think the defense was doing um, that well. So I'm just not sure about Detroit right now to make a decision with week one. I think you're muted. Or I'm muted. I apologize. We'll see what they turn into. I think Detroit's um, obviously set up for um, a lot of potential. Uh, but again... It's can they win these games or they lose by three points here. Yeah. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to have a really think... solid season. Uh, so it's a tough, tough week one matchup. Um, but I think the Lions will definitely get some wins this year more than they had last. Yeah. Let's move to... I think we're good. Wait. You can do the Monday night game if you want. Might be the last big ones between the uh, Seahawks and the Broncos. We're going to talk about my boys over here, Let's ride. What do we got? Dang, feller. My my boys. All right, the lads. The lads. The lads. Brownies versus Baker. We can talk about that game as well. All right, so you want to break this down for us? I'm just... This may be weird, but I almost cried. This is the first time in six years that the Giants have won... In the past, like, the dawn of the Manning. And then we're running into Daniel Jones just 
learning how to walk, <laughs> if you will. Saquon Barkley do the things we drafted him for is beautiful. That guy is nuts on the ground. And then them stopping Derrick Henry, I was like, holy shit. Like, Derrick Henry is a big motherfucker. Like, okay, so I I work for a company. I don't want to disclose it right now. Met um, is retired here in um, in Austin. And I asked him, one, I had one question for him. I was like, what was it like? practicing against um what was it like practicing against Derrick Henry he was a he was a defensive end he's like it's it's like taking a defensive end and running a defensive end at yeah. you know at a 4-2 speed and just slamming into you he's like it, it fucking hurt like just being able to stop that guy's a train yeah and yeah, that just was great. Sterling Shepard, there's questions asked if Sterling Shepard was too old. He's not too old, people. He's catching the ball. Leave him alone. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the Giants are able to do with this. Um, obviously, I think it comes down to hey, the missed field goal from the Titans side, um, but also the Giants willing to make that make that risk and go for two right there. Um, could have easily tied the game, had overtime. Brian Dable, uh, I think he's going to try to try to push the needle with this with this Giants team, see what he can do, uh, try to bring back some some of that like glory from years past to to New York, uh, kind of take the Giants out of that doghouse. Um, I don't know if I can confidently say the Giants will make the playoffs this year. I think there's a list of teams ahead of them. I think they're kind of in a similar situation uh, to the New England Patriots in that they have some some pieces. Um, but I don't know if the team is complete enough to make that playoff push. Um, I think the Giants, unlike the Patriots, are kind of trending upwards, whereas the Patriots are kind of at this like little down slash going underneath. Um, so we'll see. Uh, this is a tough loss for the Titans. They are going to need to win every game they can against teams like the Giants um, if they want to win the AFC South. Again, yeah. stopping Derrick Henry is no easy task. Um, yeah, holding him to 82 mean. yards is, is a is a Proud moment. You should be happy if you're in that defensive room tomorrow. Hit him hard. But we'll move quickly to here. Uh, we can move to this one. This team looking beautiful. Not going to lie. Definitely a contender out there. But uh, they didn't play. like. This isn't a good caliber team, in my opinion, either, though. Um. Yeah, both these teams are interesting. Um, they both have really good offenses. Um, both have strong defenses. They're a classic AFC West team this year. Um, I think uh, between the two teams, like if you're giving them the edge, I think you're going to have to give it to the Chargers. They have a yeah. little bit more of a complete offense and defense. Again, the Chargers are talked about. Their secondary is phenomenal. I think we did talk about this game kind of right towards the beginning. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see yeah. Where they go from here, I know a lot of people have the Chargers pinned as their team going to the Super Bowl from I the AFC. So. I think it's a little bold to say that. That's a bold statement. Um, so, hopefully, we're able to to see some good games in the AFC West. Um, yeah, hopefully, Austin Eckler is able to get a little more involved. He wasn't quite that guy this week. 
that they're going to hope he has to be. He needs to get, he needs to have all-purpose yards over 150 a week uh, for them to really be going off. So this game here, let's be honest, the Broncos should have won this game. 100%. Yeah, I mean the the late field goal, 64-yard attempt. I mean that doesn't have to happen if you don't fumble um, twice on the goal yeah. line. Uh, fourth and five, why would you kick? I don't think it's even the question about fourth and five. Um, I think the question is how do you have a minute and 20 seconds left with three timeouts and end up kicking a field goal on, from fourth and five for 64 yards? Um, they did not use their timeouts effectively. I don't know if that's Nathaniel Hackett's inexperience as a head coach or just nobody was telling him that he had timeouts to use. Um, yeah. You call a timeout with like one second left when you could have called it with 30 Um uh, like in on the play clock, and so it's really it's interesting to see why they did that. I think Russell Wilson, as an experienced quarterback, needs to kind of take control there, um, recognize the situation, call those timeouts, understand that he has kind of a newer head coach who's probably dealing with a lot. Um, Geno Smith played really well. He played with his heart out. Yeah. Um, Geno's in, in Seattle. Girls, we know Seattle's a tough place ages. to play. Russell knows that as well as anyone. Um, was the moment too big for the Broncos? Uh, potentially, Jerry Judy definitely yeah. had a good game. Oh, um, he great. had that one big explosive play for the touchdown. But outside of that, I think again, Russell Wilson didn't play his best game. Um, I think he needs to take a little more control. He's going to throw for yards every week. We know mm. that. But he I needs think, to really control the game better. Yeah, I think. I think. Also, I don't know why Broncos are running Melvin Gordon. Um. But but the biggest thing here to look at is the Broncos. Russell Wilson played a team that literally he built around mm-hmm. him. So they know almost his every move. That's why we're looking at 340 yards, one touchdown. Like, they knew what he was going to I saw some of the coverages I saw them drop back in. I was like, oh, my God. They know they knew his every move, and it was like it was hard for him to, to get anywhere. But – those tight ends on on Seattle. Let me just say, I put in a waiver wire for one of them. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, no offense. Definitely going to help open up the game for Will Drisley a little bit. Um, I think DK Metcalf is can definitely have a productive season. Uh, we'll kind of see how they put it all together. Um, again, Geno Smith definitely played a good game. It's going to be one of the best games, if not the best game he plays all year. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have to see what that turns into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exciting. You know, if you're a Seattle fan, it's it's fun to beat Russell Wilson, especially at home. Um, going into Denver might be a different story. Uh, Denver also a tough place to play. So we'll we'll see what it what it yeah. turns into. Um, but again, yeah, Bron- a game the Broncos should have won. Um, they're going to be tied for bottom of their division right now. But again, I think clearly the Seattle Seahawks are the worst team in that division. Mm-hmm. Or no, well, they're, I guess, in opposites. Um but Seattle Seahawks are the worst team in the NFC West, um, and I think the Broncos might be borderline for that worst team in the AFC West. So we'll see. I, you know, I don't think so. I think, well, if I would make two changes, I would. Well, actually, the the change has just been made. Like Russell Wilson, honestly, the first game being this at home game and a loss. If he doesn't wake up from this, then he doesn't get better. But if he spiral, because this happened to like 
Eli Manning a lot being a Giants fan. He just spirals into this like pity of I don't know. He I don't know what he does to himself, but and if they could just get I don't like Melvin Gordon. He's not a good running back in my opinion. But if those two things could change, they're going to be a great team, I feel. Yeah, Melvin's definitely a little bit past his time mm-hmm. um, from where he was. But I think he can definitely have a role in this offense. I don't know if it's goal line rushes. Uh, that seems like a choice. I think Javante Williams should be getting a few more looks moving forward. Um, I think he's a bit of a younger, a little more explosive running back. Um, he's able to definitely fight through contact. Um, so we'll see what they do with that. Again, I think they have a good wide receiver core um, led by Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton's Jerry a solid Judy. option as well. Um, and KJ Hamler, who I think definitely could have a productive year if they give him enough looks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, did Denver make good or bad decision on Russell's extension? Um, I think Russell Wilson is definitely a top 10 quarterback in the league. Um, again, he's going to have to learn these connections with Jerry Judy and kind of evolve as um, as the Broncos quarterback. Playing in Denver, I think, is definitely going to help Russell Wilson. The ball definitely travels in the air. He can make those deep throws. I think him and Jerry Judy are going to have a lot of success at home with that um, as an option to be able to throw it over the top and really bomb that ball deep downfield. Look at what we got here for next week. Um, who are you playing next week? Me? Mm-mm. I got this guy. Sean's Jobs. Oh my God, Josh. Dude, Josh, Josh with a killer week of the first week. But I do know. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see something here. I know that you picked. Uh, didn't you pick Jerry Judy though? I did not. That's Craw. Oh man. I'll grab Jerry Judy. That was a good grab. Mm. I'm pretty happy with my team. I think yeah, it's you, a solid your, team. Your team's doing pretty good here. You're slated to barely win. Yeah, I'm actually fa- facing uh, Cody this week, so we'll see what happens. Seawick. Mr. Seawick. He's actually proposed two trades to me. Michael Thomas for Austin Eckler or Michael Thomas for James Conner. Both will be rejected. Yeah, no one's proposed anything to me. I uh, I got my... I, Man. I mean, shout out to, to Mike for... Three of his players going into overtime. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough loss. You almost had that one locked up, but he was able to get mm. it done towards the end. Yeah. That was, that was close. The pains of fantasy. Um, well, I know you got to go here, so probably go to bed or something. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely hop off. It's a lot of fun. I would love to do this again. Uh, yeah, we can man. definitely talk baseball at some point if you want to. Any sports, really. I kind of follow all the sports, so we'll figure it out. All Maybe we'll things. get some guests to join us on here. Um, we can have like a little yeah. roundtable discussion. Um, I know Arrow. I don't know if Arrow, are you still in here? If Arrow's still in here, um, I think it would be awesome to have him join us in for uh, uh, some Vlad? baseball chat, um, especially as we can do like a breakdown or a preview for the playoffs. Uh, coming up in a few weeks here. Um, might be nice to get a guy like Kiruz or Andretti in here as well. Yeah. Um, we can kind of develop that round table. Um, That'd be a good idea. Or, or we can have people on, kind of interview them, have them break down their team for us. I had it um, ready and talk for, a little bit about what they need to do. Had it ready for other people. Like, uh, let's see if I can get this here. Let me move this one. Hebrews isn't in there yet. So I had it like set up for everybody. 
You're heading up to Boston at the end of the month? Alright, Josh, definitely. Let me know the date. Um, maybe we can definitely grab something. If you want to come out to like, the Cambridge area, maybe. Um, I know a lot of good spots there. Or we can meet up in Boston. Um, I'll be around. Uh, just let me know what your date is. And yeah, I'd definitely love to grab like either a drink or grab some food. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. You coming up with your wife? Or are you coming up by yourself? Yo, everybody's coming in at the end here. What are y'all doing? Did somebody else end stream? That's what happened, huh? Probably. You're gonna stay at the Bostonian? Alright, nice. No, oh, your anniversary? Hey, that's, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely let me know. Maybe we'll meet up. I me and my I wife. Think we, and I think first. we have to do baseball on Fridays. Because Noam is teaching the future leaders of our planet so fridays or weekends work for me he has to get some sleep unfortunately saturday nights um i stream usually so i can do saturday afternoons and stuff like that um yeah no one is a teacher i'm a big teacher supporter of you um that's a hard yeah, fucking job i get to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go teach the future of our country yeah so all right but i'm gonna i'm gonna bounce out uh, it was a pleasure I'll let you kind of end this off unless you want yeah. to end it off together. Um, no, that was great. Uh, I might. Uh... You run some show? Some what? Right. You know, run some games or something? I don't know what I'm going to do. I might. All right, well, I'm going to bounce going out. I'll, I'll speak talk to you. To you later. Peace. No. I'm just kidding. He's gone. Didn't even discuss the Browns Panthers. Browns Panthers, dude. What do, you, what do you want to discuss about that? We missed one, dude, we did them all.